0: everyone. It is Ann Duffy, and this is Dental Entrepreneur, the Future of Dentistry podcast. I'm so glad you're here today. I've got a wonderful guest. I got the wonderful opportunity to meet him in the hallway at the Dental Festival with his beautiful wife and his two kids. Um, he's just a delightful man. And then also our tables, if you remember, uh, was, were next to each other at, um, you know, down in wherever, um, Fort Lauderdale. Um, before that, which was really fun. And at that point, he gave me his book, which is really wonderful. But I want to tell you a little bit about it before we get started. Dr. Eric Block is a full-time practicing dentist in Acton, Massachusetts, husband and father of two kids. He is the author of The Stress-Free Dentist and Stress-Free Dental Implants and working on his first children's book. He is the founder of the digital marketplace, dealsfordentist.com, the Deals for Dentist podcast and stress-free dentistry phrase Facebook group. Please help me welcome a new and a dear friend, Dr. Eric Block. Hi, Eric.
1: Hey, thanks so much for having me.
0: Oh, thanks for being here. Oh my gosh. We have so much to talk about. I mean, my gosh, um, it, just a little teaser because before, before we got started today, Eric uh, and I were talking strengths Um I don't know, about um was about three weeks ago, I think, right, Eric. And uh, he immediately took uh, the Gallup test strengths test and, and sent me his results. But we're not going to tell you about him now. You're just gonna have to wait for the next podcast. Um, because he is magnificent and very unique in his strengths. And they line up beautifully for what he is doing. Uh, not only today, but throughout his whole life. And so you know, Eric, let's start. I mean, like you chose dentistry or did dentistry choose choose you? How did that go? Because I mean, you know, you've been practicing for quite some time.
1: Yeah, a little bit of both. Um, and actually I'm I'm really looking forward to you helping me uh analyze my results of the Clifton Strengths test. And I'm actually very surprised it didn't just come back with one word saying dull, and that was it. But uh it was it's actually I think a a, a powerful thing to take a um Uh, A strengths and weaknesses test or personality test to really kind of figure out you know what makes you tick and how you can get better and I think it's it's just really uh, valuable Um, but yeah to go back to your question I was always around dentistry but I went to college at Tulane and didn't want to be a dentist I just didn't think it was for me and then I went out one night of course uh, in college this is what college students do and I got very drunk and this is, I think, my junior year of college down in New Orleans, and I just missed my mouth. I cracked my number nine uh, central incisor on a beer bottle, and my tooth cracked in half, and, you know, of course, that night I felt no pain because I was intoxicated, but the next day I went to a local dentist in Metairie, Louisiana, and I just really liked the way they took care of me. They patched me up. They gave me my smile back. You know, I walked in all embarrassed and, and I just really liked the whole experience. So I said, you know what, maybe dentistry is something I can pursue. So I started taking all the prereq classes, uh, the DATs. Um, My dad is a retired dentist. So it's, I've always been around it. Uh, So I started going to his office and I took a year off after college and I taught tennis and took physics. That was my year, my, my gap year And I ended up going down to Nova Southeastern uh, Dental School in Fort Lauderdale. And then after I did an implant residency at BU, and that's what brought me back to Massachusetts. And I've been practicing here ever since.
0: Oh, my gosh. Well, that explains it, why you've been around dentistry your whole life. I love that. And, you know, it's interesting. I just heard something. uh, Sean Pierce had a, a podcast with Dr. Carolyn Brown. And similar um, experience that she went into a dental office and it was just such a great experience that she decided to to, to pursue it. And I think that's, you know, with your looks listening to this, remember, you could change somebody's trajectory in their life and their career path just by giving them great care and a kind heart. So that's pretty cool. I I love that you um, got into it and then your dad must have been thrilled, right? Was your dad happy about that?
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah. Actually, I ended up graduating with a degree in psychology because back then, and I'm not sure if they do it now, but Tulane did not have a pre-med or pre-dental major. So I had to choose something. So I I graduated with a degree in psychology and, you know, I went to school thinking I was going to be a business major and I just wanted to open up a business. So, which meant I really didn't know what I wanted to do. And I took microeconomics, macroeconomics, statistics, and I just said, you know what, this isn't for me. So I thought, you know, maybe something in the health professions, uh, maybe physical therapy, maybe, you know, becoming a physician. Uh, But then because of my uh, tooth, I decided to um, pursue dentistry. So yeah, my dad was super happy.
0: That's kind of cool. It's like I call that like a God whisper. You had to break your tooth to get you into dentistry. Okay, <laughs> I love right. that. I mean, I'm also curious. So you're in Massachusetts growing up, and then you decided to go to Tulane. What what, what brought you to Tulane? That's kind of a
1: so that's far. It's very far, and I had a friend that was he was down there, and he said you got to come check this place out. So he was uh, a year or two older than me, uh, and my. I think the end of my junior year, I went down there and visited and I just said, this place is awesome. The weather was great. The campus was great. And I just fell in love with the city, which is all about food and music. And I just wanted something different, too. I wanted to try something different. And um, but yeah, once I went down there, I I just really fell in love with the place. That's so cool. It gives you a broad range of experience
0: at a young age, honestly. But, you know, now I get it because we don't know each other that well. And it's fun. this is what I love about podcasts. I'm learning about you. No wonder you wrote the book, the stress-free dentist, because with your psychology background, you've always been interested in that mental health and, you know, what makes somebody tick. And you said that on the earlier about how, no wonder you love your strengths, your strengths, um, discovery, if you will. Um, but you know, so I guess you've always had your, you know, your eye on that, even as you were practicing the, the mental issues that, that maybe you were facing personally what made you want to write a book about this and uh, call it the stress free dentist overcome burnout and start loving dentistry again I mean how long were you practicing before it overcame you know uh, you got burnt out
1: yeah you know this such a good question I I think I felt stress through every phase of my career from deciding to go to dental school then the actual four years of dental school and then deciding what to do after school do I open up a practice or do I do a residency? Um, and then um, I did many years of associating, which was very stressful. Uh, and then, of course, becoming an owner is uh, extremely stressful because you run a business, and you, we had actually no business training, so there's a lot of um, a lot of stress through every phase. But yes, my my psychology degree uh, made me think at some point in my life I want to get I want to go through psychotherapy. Uh, I always felt like I wanted to do it and I just never did it. And I feel like, you know, your brain is like a muscle. You know, we exercise We in the gym, we exercise our biceps, we go for run, but exercising your brain is just as important. So about half, halfway through my career, I actually thought about leaving dentistry because I was so afraid of getting sued. Um, I was having um, major anxiety. Um, I was leaving at the end of the day and just couldn't wait to decompress to go home. I, was, I couldn't wait until the weekend um, so I could decompress from the week, and I couldn't wait until I retired so I wouldn't have to do this anymore, and it even got to the point where I would leave during lunch just to decompress from the morning. So I it was a eureka moment, and I looked at myself in the mirror, and I said, you know, this is no way to live. You know, your life is way too short to be dreading going into work every day. So the action point for me was finally picking up the phone and calling a local therapist, and that is kind of what made the turn where I actually enjoy going into work every day now. You know, it took years um, and a lot of changes and soul searching, but it, it was all up here. It was all in my noggin. Mm-hmm. And I had to figure out, you know, first of all, who I was and what made me tick. I had to get comfortable with myself. I had so much doubt and imposter syndrome that, um, and I was, I was very resentful of myself choosing the profession. And I actually thought about going to law school so I could be the one doing the suing. That's how afraid I was oh of getting goodness. sued. It was just all in my in my head. So I turned the tables and I dug myself out of that hole, and it took a while, but I felt like I had a story to share. And if I could help one, two, three dental professionals out there, then it was worth it. And the point is is that, you know these problems aren't going to go away on their own. You have to figure out, you know what the problems are. And then very important is to take action you know for me it was therapy uh other people it could be a mentor it could be a consultant it could be a coach it could be uh, just engaging with your peers but to not go into this alone uh, and, and this goes for any industry um you know my my neighbor is a, a lawyer and he is so burnt out that he built a golf simulator in his house so he could go and, and hit some golf balls to like decompress so you know, any high stress job or high performing job is is going to create stress. And the important thing is to not put too much pressure on yourself. Um, Otherwise, you're going to burn out is what I was going through.
0: Well, first of all, you said a few things that made me not chuckle, but think, you know, choosing dentistry, we all know it's one of the most stressful professions out there. Right. And so I, I just think that's interesting how you ended up getting, you were called to it though, Eric. I mean, and it's neat that you have, um, a bit of a business background, right? So, I mean, you do because of your, your education and then the psychology and then bring that in with the dentist, dentistry. No wonder, um, you are becoming an expert in, in what you have to go through. Cause I think sometimes it's, it's tough to counsel. Um, and I use that loosely, I mean, or mentor, If you've not been in those shoes, right? I mean, it's really great to have somebody like you that is actually in the trenches, so to speak, of what a dentist goes through day in, day out, year in, year out. Um, And it's different now, isn't it? The world is just kind of like layers and layers and layers of, of stress. If we look at the past, you know, even couple of years it was, it was getting there, but then you throw COVID in and then you throw in the litigation and you throw in the HIPAA and the OSHA and all the things that a dental office has to deal with different than what your dad dealt with. Right. You probably saw that your dad, I don't know, was your dad stressed as a dentist? Did you notice that as a kid or was he pretty happy with his career?
1: I, you know, I think he was pretty happy with his career, but sure there was, you know, some stressful times. And I I think, you know, him and a lot of other dentists just kind of go through the motions where they think that this is what I signed up for. It's just a stressful profession. It is what it is. Um, But, you know, one of the reasons I wrote the book is that's not true. You know, if you take action, you can, you know, you can actually enjoy going into work. And um, I feel like it's very important for dental professionals to just not beat themselves up. You know, a lot of times we try to be perfect. We try to be everything to everyone and that's going to cause burnout and i i tell dentists that do you know who else has not been perfect has gotten a bad review has had an uncomfortable situation with a patient had to redo work every other dentist ever in the history of dentistry it's going to happen it's just to not beat yourself up you know learn from it and and move on
0: yeah that's it's you know don't stuff it don't hide from it. Right. It's, it's just, it's part of the profession. I mean, and it's not an, you know, dentistry even isn't an exact science either. I mean, they say medicine's not a a dentistry and medicine are you know, I'm in our minds, one of the same. Right. Um, But it is a tough, it's a, it's a tough profession because the patient expects perfection and the work itself expects perfection because, you know, you, you want to have all the margins. Perfect. Right. I mean, that's what you strive for when you're doing it. It's just, it's gotta be across the board. Every dentist out there could use a a little psychotherapy or counseling or a mentor. But you know, how do you want to get to the other side of loving your profession sooner or later? So you can go really slow and try to work on it by yourself. But we, you know, I think you probably, your experience is such that, you know, it turns around a bit faster when you reach for help and, and appreciate the help that you're getting. And it's not, not something to be ashamed of. I, and I love that you're talking about it out loud because of again, so many people. Um, and I think it's changing, but so many people don't want to talk about the fact that they go to counseling, that they need counseling. We should be strong enough. And we, and, and you know, and uh, bold enough that we can you know get through anything, but we can't, we can't get through life all by ourselves. And it's certainly, you know, how, how amazing is it to be able to have a long career and enjoy it? So freaking important. Um, why, why would you go into work every day and just hate it? And and like you say, you get all that education and you put all that time and effort into it and the money that you put into it, you can't turn your back on it. So you got to figure out a way to make it work.
1: Yeah. And you also mentioned um, the expectations um, that a lot of us put on ourselves, the expectation to try to be perfect and I used to focus on, you know, the one negative thing that would happen during the day, like the one crown that didn't fit or the one um, broken filling or, or if I got a bad review, I would, I would focus on it and I wouldn't think about the 30 good things that happened. Mm-hmm. So I really learned to, to kind of change that around and celebrate the wins and move on from the losses because losses are going to happen. And also expectations Uh, with yourself, but also with your team. You know, at, at first I felt like I had to know everything, but I learned, and I still struggle with this every day and being a leader um, because, you know, as a practice owner, you really are a leader. Um, And I struggle with being a leader every day, but I've learned that it's okay to not know the answer. Uh, uh, You know, we don't know everything. We didn't train in business accounting, HR, marketing, um, you know, but to, to find out the answers is important to say, you know, I don't know, but let's look into it. Um, I think is really important.
0: Oh, it is very important. And then that also lends itself to strengths because as when you know your strengths, and 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 um, we're going to talk about this next time. But I'm just I can't I can't help weaving it in because your gifts are not my gifts, right? And so as, as as far as looking at your team, how great would it be to have know the gifts of your team and for them to know themselves, and then when you're hiring, and you're surrounding yourself with people to help you build your dream, your vision, your culture, you know you'll use and learn to, to look for people that have different strengths than you do. And, and then I, what I also love about that is then you champion the strengths in others. So you and I were talking about this, um, you, you know, to me, strength finders is falling in love with yourself again, because this is, I believe they're God-given talents. And then you just, you know, take experience and knowledge and you make it a strength But also everyone's got them. Everyone has their unique set of strengths. So the fact that you say, I can't do it all, that's normal. We're not supposed to be able to do it all. And, you know, running a practice, um, you need the soft skills and the hard skills and the hand skills, the mind skills, you know, the adaptability. I mean, all these things. And um, it's great to surround yourself with people that have things that you don't have that can even even out the day in the team. Good for you. You're, you know, you're, I, 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 I really love the fact that you're still in the trenches and you're also helping other dentists through your podcast. So I think that's so, so very important. What does it look like? How do you help dentists in general? Are you on -on one-on-one? Are you, are you coaching also? What do you, what do you got your podcast? What else are you doing to help other people?
1: Yeah. So uh, you can go to the stressfreedentist.com or the stress-free dentistry Facebook group uh, and interact with me there. Uh, I'm gonna be having events and eventually getting more into coaching, um, getting out there and speaking. Um, and anyone can email me at info at the Um, But ultimately it's just to engage with peers. I think it's so important to get out there and and share each other's uh, wins and losses and and um, you know, help each other. I feel like together we're stronger. Um, but yeah, I'll, I'll be having more stuff um, coming down the line uh, later on.
0: Yeah. I think your future has a, a lot to be, you know, a, a lot in front of it. You're still so young and, um, who knows where will that'll go? Cause you've got, you know, a servant's heart. I can see that. And, um, you know, how can you give best, you know, but, but actually, um, being in the trenches though, like you say, so now you, you feel like you like going into work. Are you still, do you mind if I ask, are you still in, uh, your own therapy? Do you still, uh, work with that? Or did you feel like you got, was it, it's not a one and done, but how does that work? Cause I've, I've actually, I've got a lot of, uh, I've, I've been to counseling once or twice, but I felt like I got what I needed. Um, and I, I don't, you know, I'm pretty strong. So I, I, I look for other ways and opportunities to, um, help me get through things. And I just admire someone that says they need that extra, um, that extra that extra bit of help. So tell me, how does it look in your life right now? What, what are you doing as far as building your self-esteem up and your confidence up and keep it up?
1: Yeah, I think, I think therapy uh, will be a part of my life um, probably forever. Um, I've been through it twice and will probably go back again, just because I always think there's, you know, something you can learn about yourself. Um, However, I, I want to get more um, involved with um, getting a life coach because, you know, with therapy, we really dug into my childhood and what you know my past experiences. Um, but a you know a life coach, especially a dental-specific life coach, uh, I want to get more involved with because I used to explain these stories to my therapist, and I'd go on these long, winded rants about the hygienist, the front desk, the the dentist, and you know trying to explain the dynamic of a dental office to a non uh, dentist, um, is, is, is really hard. And, um, so I want to get involved with more of a, um, like a dental specific life coach moving forward.
0: I would love that. I mean, you know, uh, having do dental entrepreneur woman, I know a lot of female life coaches that, that, um, actually were dentists and, and a lot of them don't practice anymore. Um, they got so burnt out that they just left the profession as far as the clinical side. And, um, I don't know many male life coaches. So I would say there's a fantastic opportunity there, Um, especially as a woman looking at the guys out there at the dudes. um, I'm thinking, you know, I think every, every man needs a life coach as a matter of fact, and they don't, they don't know that they need it. Right. So um, I think that will be so valuable for our profession to be able to understand what they're talking about. You're right. It's, and it's just like, I, you know, like my husband, for instance, Eric, and, you know, I know you're married to your, your lovely bride and I've met your kids or darling. Like, I will tell him things. He, he says he's listening, but you know, I really don't think he gets it. He's a, he, he just, you know, is shaking his head. Yes. And you know, reading his uh, paper and watching ESPN and he says he hears everything, but there's something specific about your community of dental professionals, right. That really, really get it. Um, because it's such a big part of your, your core being in in dentistry, what you do because it affects people and you're, you know, you're, you're doing major work uh, that's going to affect all the people that you've touched that day in the office. It is affected. That is a lot on your shoulders that, you know, most people don't realize. You know, if, if you if you sell a, you know, a, I don't know, a, a pair of shoes to somebody, I mean, it's okay. So if they don't like them, they'll get another pair. But if you are cutting in someone's tooth and or extracting a tooth, I mean, that's like huge. And that that right there, um, people can't even understand what that feels like unless they've actually extracted a tooth or seen that happen or stitched them up or whatever. So, or the or euphoria of taking a young college student like you and, and, you know, making him uh, a beautiful smile again and what that does. So the, the ups and downs and all of those things that you have to deal with in dentistry, I don't think a normal person that has not been in the trenches can really understand it to his true sense. Would you agree? Oh, yeah.
1: With- <laughs> oh, and, and the, the, the conversation that you have with your husband is I was laughing because uh, that sounds so familiar. I mean, my wife will have to like, sit me down like a five-year-old and say, pay attention, pay attention. Um, and then ultimately text me because I probably wasn't listening. Um, she'll probably see this recording and laugh, but, um, it's, it's so true.
0: It is so true. It is. That's why you need your, your, your community, which you're building with your stress-free dentistry, Facebook group. And then again, you know, life coaching, are you, have you taken classes for life coaching? Cause I know that there's a whole program that you take for that.
1: I have. And, uh, that's going to be, uh, something that I kind of focus on in, in the near future, um, because it's so interesting because it focuses on kind of the here and the future and, um, you know, becoming more accountable and, and comfortable with yourself. Not as much so the past, that's more of a, a, a for psychotherapists, uh, but more of, you know, moving on and, and creating a, a better future for yourself.
0: Yeah, I think it is. And it is the mindset, right? Um, the mindset that you have every day, and you could, you know, then the choices that we make, and we can make a decision, um, but you have to start somewhere, and and so you know it's the next step, and uh, nice that you're not taking that on on, um, because I think that takes some some additional training, and I want you to stay stay in the in the trenches of dentistry, um, because I think that again, it just gives you chops, and you know I I, I just retired after 46 years and hygiene. And I really do miss it because I don't know what's going on really in the dentist. There's so many new things that are always changing and, you know, new stories to tell new stories, you know, again, to, um, you know, you said something earlier too. It's, it's really important for people to realize that just because you make a mistake, you, okay. So you have to fix it or you can fix it. Everything is okay. I always, I I started to say that a little bit more. I think it's the older I get, you know, it's all going to work out. It, It always does. It's really just how we handle it. And that's where a life coach comes in to like, you know, get back up, get back up. It's okay. It'll work. But you have a heart for children. I know your little, your little darling children. And I love that you've got, um, Charlotte and Axel. Of course, you know, I live in Charlotte, so I love that. I love Charlotte and Axel, but tell me, uh, you know, you're great dad. I know I could see it. The kids were just, you know, so so tuned into you and your lovely, lovely wife. So tell me what was on your heart when you wanted to write something uh, and ma- and write a children's book.
1: Yeah. So I wrote, you know, I wrote my second book, the, the stress-free dental implants.
0: Oh yes. Don't forget that. Cause those are, those are very stressful. <laughs> that's, that's a really important book.
1: Yeah. And I kind of each, with each book I write, I feel like I've uh, created a, like a new chapter. Um, I've, uh, something that I really a story that I really wanted to tell and they're all from true true stories and from my own experiences and an idea for a children's book um popped into my head and I'm I'm currently trademarking the um the character so I can't mention the the name but um it should be ready um in the next month or two um but I had a, a story that I'm telling in my daughter's voice um all about kind of what happened during the quarantine and COVID and, um, and it's all true, you know, how she kind of helped me to overcome doubt and try some things that I've never done before, such as the podcast, the website. And, um, you know, I took that time during COVID to be productive and it's going to be a children's book, which I'm super excited about. Um, I've never done anything like that before. So it's going to be a challenge and I um, have two illustrations two talented illustrators that are working with me uh so i'll keep you posted on on when that's available or more details
0: oh i can't wait because i've got two beautiful granddaughters and they love to read so i will definitely get that so okay when 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 i had heard that you had written his children's book for some reason i thought it was about uh you know a kid going to the dentist this is not that i now i'm very intrigued and um, and we were talking about uh, trademarking, so you know it's, the, it's a secret until you get the trademark done. I just trademarked, and you know um, it's it's a fairly long process, but I think as soon as you put your paperwork in, you you you're ready, you're on your way. So I I think you're on your way, and you're just waiting to hear,
1: right? Yeah, it's uh, when I say uh, children's book, uh, everyone immediately thinks it's a story about you know not being afraid of the dentist. Yeah, um, and it's actually just more of a story about for anyone overcoming self-doubt and um, believing in yourself and doing things that you've never done before. Um, and it's, I think it's a great story because it's in the voice of my daughter and it also shows that kids can help their parents too. Yes. Um, so I'm, I'm super excited. Uh, I'll keep you posting once that's, once oh, that's available. I can't wait.
0: You have to come back on Well, we're going to get you back on for strengths. Cause we're going to go all over your strengths and I'm, I'm going to, I can't wait for that. And how old is Charlotte, by the way?
1: Uh, She's nine and and Axel is seven.
0: Okay. So out of the mouth of babes, I mean, the nine-year-old little girl can do anything and she's almost got like a super cape on and, um, gosh, if we could just, if we could just freeze those feelings and that mindset, right? So how lovely that she's impacted her dad to the point where you want to write a book. So I think, I think that there's many books in your, in your, um, in your future. I really do. Because this, when I, I was pulling this out, I was like, oh my gosh, this is a, this is a very robust book. It's, it's not one of those little, you know, uh, 20 pagers. This is, this has got a lot of great uh, content and we can get that I'm sure on Amazon, right? Is that how we, how mm-hmm. will we find yeah. your books? Because I think if you're listening and you're doing implants, who doesn't want to, you know, stress just to have stress-free implants. And then the stress-free dentist is every dentist out there could use a little bit of eric block.
1: Yeah, so yeah, you can go to uh, the stress free the stressfreedentist.com uh, or just search my name on Amazon. Um but I I I agree. I think there's many more books in me um because I enjoy it and I'm getting better at it and you know the first one I wrote it took me 9 months. The second one took me about 3 months and it's like anything the more you do it the better you get at it and I'm no you know genius in writing. I just Just got better and better and better at it, and just you know put the effort in. Uh, I was like a C plus student in you know in in high school when it was uh, an English test or writing. Um, So I just you know overcame that again that self doubt that who am I to be a writer? You know I have no business Mm. writing a book. Um, Now I've written two, and I feel like it's also a legacy to my kids. You know when you write a book, it's it's there, it's in print. And it's something that they can look back on and, and, and be proud of and say, this is, uh, you know, this is my dad. So many reasons why I'll write many books.
0: Yeah, their, their, their kids will be reading it, I am sure. And, um, and, and my kids are going to be reading it too, my grandkids. So I'm looking forward to uh, having that. And, and thanks for teeing up um, because, Eric, you have to write for Dental Entrepreneur. And if you're listening and you like to write, um, you know, there is something about putting pen to paper. And as I say, um, if you can talk, you can write, you just put the pen down and let it flow. And so, uh, and it gives you, like you say, an expert status, it gives you, it, it, it can go around the world. Um, and it, it makes such an impact on others. So keep, keep that up, Eric. Okay. And I, I would love to publish. We're going to get a couple excerpts of your, of your book into Dental Entrepreneur uh, the future of Dentistry's uh, publication, which comes out quarterly, so I'll be um, having um, one of my team members reach out to you and give you the word count and the due date because I think you, are as a writer and a busy dad and dentist and author uh, and coach and life coach, so um, that's so great. So again, we you can reach Eric at
1: yep info at thestressfreedentist dot com, or you can go to the website thestressfreedentist dot com.
0: All right. Well, I I feel less stress after talking with you today. So you're a natural. So keep it up, Eric. And you know what I always love to say, and, and this always lends itself back to strengths where we kind of start in the beginning is keep doing you. Thanks, Eric. Thanks everyone for listening and have a great day. Bye.